What's up, family? It is a Friday show. Now, Joy Taylor is not in today, but I still got the whole crew with me. We about to have some fun, y'all. Couldn't be watching any show. You're watching Speak. We don't take it for granted. Stay for a while on the far end, 12-year NFL vet Super Bowl champ, Will Blackman. Will, what's up with That's you, Will? It's all good. It's what's up, Will? What's up, Shady? Hey, man, I miss you, bro. Man. <laughs> I miss you, too, bro. My dog, man, my dog. It's all love on this show. To Will's right, that is slick. Rick the Buker, slick. How we feeling? I'm feeling good. We finally got an answer on some things. We did. The John Morant breaking news of the day we will get to. But first, Eagles all-time Russian leader, that's LaShawn Shady McCoy. Let's get to the breaking news. You have to hear about it. I have to talk to you about it. NBA suspending John Morant for 25 games without pay for conduct detrimental to the league. Now, additionally, the Grizzly star will be required to meet, quote, certain conditions, close quote, before his return. And he will not be allowed to participate in any public league or team activities. Morant issued a statement. He apologized for his behavior, for his actions, and he promised to, quote, be a better man than what I've been showing you, close quote. Bring us on camera. This is maybe the most important sports discussion that will be had this offseason. This is when sports transcends what occurs on the court, on the field, on the diamond into real life. This conversation we're about to have, it impacts you, it impacts all of us, because it isn't just a sports dialogue, it is a life dialogue. So thanks for being here for it. Shady, I will tell you honestly, I think 25 games is too light. Mm. I think it's too light. Because if you punish somebody, you don't punish somebody just to do so. You punish somebody to change the course of behavior in the future. And if the punishment is too light, it ain't going to change the behavior. I think about it personally. L.A., they give out a whole bunch of parking tickets. But when I really count the cost, $75 parking ticket, $35 parking garage, I'm going to just take the ticket. That punishment is not great enough to change my course of behavior. Now, the second I see you will get towed, Oh, you better believe I'm not parking there. <laughs> because now, once you talk about towing me, ah, now I got to go to the to yeah. impound lot. That's enough of a punishment to deter me from acting in the manner that I was previously acting in. Punishment is not just for the sake of an action, 2-5. In my mind, punishment should deter you from ever thinking about doing what you did to be punished in the first place. 25 games ain't enough. 25 games? What's that? What's that, Shady? So to me, punishment too light. Is it too light in your mind? No, I think it's too harsh. Whoa. They should have gave John Morant 15 games. And you talking about 15 or $75 parking tickets, $35 for, 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 for towing or whatever it was? Yes, sir, yes, sir. This man's lost about almost $50 million. That's harsh enough. I, I think he's what? He can't, he's not eligible for, for the uh, first team All-NBA, yep. yeah. right? So that's $40 million he loses right there. Mm-hmm. I think all the endorsements he's lost f- from these actions. And then, and then if you add on, even like the suspension now, going to 25 games, that's $300,000 a game he's missing. Sure. So when, when I look at this situation, it's like, okay, how can we help John Morant? I don't think suspending him for 25 games is, is going to help him be better. There should be more, I think, stipulations as far as um, more community service, more, more hmm. making it more awareness for him, more, more mentorships, things like that. And he has to go through these programs compared to the, 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 the sending out of the game that he loves. This guy dreamed of playing basketball his, his whole career. Sure, sure. And my thing is to, to make him go through that missing games, what does that really do? Hmm. It's other ways to touch players, not about just making them miss games and making them miss money, because we do want this guy to take care of his family. Yeah, that's right? true. Yep. Let, let's, let's say that, you know, I'll, I'll knock on wood, but if things, you know, go wrong, and then 12, 13 years later, he don't have no money, it's like, dang, well, y'all took 40, 50 minutes from the kid. <laughs> 
I'm always trying to see the better of a player. How can we help John Morant the right way? And I don't think 25 games is doing that. Slick, don't you think there is a misconception, right? And I've been guilty of saying it, that, you know, John Morant lost out on 40 or $50 million or he's given up 40, $50 million. You can't count money you don't have. Mm. The 40 or $50 million that we talk about John Morant losing, which I have publicly said he's losing, was based upon him making an all-NBA team, first or second team last year. It would have been an escalator in his contract. Yeah. But it's not like he had the $50 million and then lost it. Yeah. He was just eliminated from the opportunity to gain it. Mm. Slick, is this punishment, is this suspension too light? No, it is not too light. Uh, because of the words, not the games. I'm not hung up on the games. And Shady, I, I, I think we are, are close to agreeing on this, even though you think it should be fewer games. I don't think it should be fewer games. I think it should be whatever games or whatever time is required for him to get right. Because <laughs> I've been around uh, Ja, and he's not a dumb guy. And he's not, a, a, as much as his behavior might suggest elsewhere, uh, otherwise, he's not a careless or reckless guy. So it tells me that there's some issue that he's dealing with that's causing him to behave in these ways. Sure. And I want him to have whatever time is necessary to be able to address that and understand that whatever is causing him to behave this way needs to change. He needs to address that issue. Because looking at it, you're right in terms of just the 25 games. Gilbert Arenas, gun issue, Javaris Crittenton, gun issue, those guys missed half a season. They were suspended in January for the remainder of the year. So suspending Ja in this instance for half a season would have been, the precedent had been, would, would have been set for that. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just not concerned about the time. And I, I think one of the other things that kind of shocked me in terms of it being light was that it said in the statement that he told the league this will not happen again. Mm -hmm. Promised Adam Silver, this will not happen again. All right, okay. And it happened again. Yeah. So you give the commissioner your word mm -hmm. that I'm not going to do this anymore, and then you go ahead and do it. If I'm the commissioner, and I dare say the previous commissioner, David Stern, he would have come down a lot harder because he was yeah, but in charge when it right, happened. See, see, that's my issue, Gilbert. though. Like, okay, so a young man, he, he made a promise. Yep. I, I won't make these same actions again. And it happened. Yep. That happened, Slick. That's human. That's being human. That's being, that's being a 23-year-old kid. You got kids, right? Yeah. You tell your kids to do something. I'm, Dad, I won't do it again, I promise. And it happens again. That's part of growth. Mm -hmm. But so I think... Instead of trying to just hammer the punishment down, let's find ways to, to touch him in different ways than, than taking his money and not letting him play. The, the, uh, the National Basketball Players Association, they were super unhappy with this, the length of his punishment. Yeah, saw that. And they're all fighting back because, yo, this is one of our players. How can we better fit our player to get that growth, get that, that, that learning, okay, I made a mistake, how can I not do this again? I don't think that's the answer about taking the sport that he loves away. Shady, let me ask you this, because you were, have been a superstar athlete for more than half of your life. At least me growing up, and Shady, I would assume for you, if your parents were trying to punish you, and more so than punish you, let's change the verbiage. If they were trying to get your attention, they gotta take away something that you love. 
That's what people do when they're trying to get your attention. Whenever somebody holds something hostage, whether it's in a Hollywood cinema movie or whether it's quite literally in reality with parents, they're trying to get your attention by taking away something you love. In my mind, the only way to get John Morant's attention is to take away something that he loves, the game of basketball. It will be returned. But if you only take it away, in my mind, for 25 games, you're not going to get his attention. He missed eight games this season. 25 is three times that eight. But I do not know if 25, Shady, is enough to really get Ja Morant's attention. I feel you. You want to find a way to help get Ja better. Right. But don't you think you got to get his attention? So, so I think that you have a point, right? You, I, my son, he does something bad. He's 11 years old. I take stuff away from him. It depends what it is. Mm. So let's say... Math, right? He's not the best at math. Smart kid, not the best at math. And sometimes he doesn't do the, the extra work he's supposed to do. So I'm not going to take something away from him. I'm going to give him more work. John Morant, Des Bryant, he had issues with the Cowboys. Right. What did they do? They suspended him with a whole bunch of games. They gave him a mentor that shouted him every day. Let's make these decisions. Let's go to different uh, classes. Let's talk about it. Those are things that is proactive. Instead of taking games yeah. away, they can get a, a mentor, uh, and, and John Morant can follow him, and they can have these situations and, 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 uh, and situations that they can talk about. For sure. That's better than taking some games away. Well, and that's what they may be doing, because that's why I'm okay with the 25 games, because it said it's conditional. Like, they're not guaranteeing he's back no matter what after 25 games. There's certain conditions that he has to meet, and then it's 25 games over the course of that, of that absence. So we don't know what those conditions are. We don't know what criteria he has to fill. But if they are things that are getting Ja to a better place, and he can do that within the 25 games, then I'm good. Again, it's not a matter of the time. It's a matter of whether it affects the change. And mm -hmm. I hear you in terms of not being convinced that 25 games is going to affect the change. I don't know, but it's, for me, it's more important about how are they treating whatever is causing him to behave? Because, Shady, I hear you. Like, you make a mistake, and then it's you make of, another that's mistake. Part of growing. It's, that, that's human. But there, he's, he's had more than one episode. So, he's had more than so one let me, let me ask you this. Do you think John Marines is a troubled kid, or do you think it's more of his uh, maturity? It's hmm. a good question. I think it is uh, probably more maturity. He's 23 years old. Most 23-year-old kids, and yeah. I've been there with, with millions of dollars, I wasn't mature either. I get it. That's the truth. So I my thing it. is, instead of the, the, the hard punishments, let's, let's do things to help this kid mature. Because at 22, 23 years old, in the, in the NBA or, or, or in college or just get out of college, yeah. they'd be immature. You don't be ready for the but, world. But here's the problem, Shade. What's the problem? You're talking about, What's the problem? You're talking about a billion-dollar business. Yeah, that, I can acknowledge that's cool. that you're only 23 years old. I can acknowledge that I'm giving you way more than the money. The money don't handle. change your age no, mentality, no, no, no. though. It doesn't no, change that. No, but it changes the way the NBA is going to approach it. Oh. Like, they're, it, it's not a babysitting service. They're not, they're not waiting for you to mature. If you're going to impact them negatively, and that's why it's not just having incidents, it's having an incident that sponsorships and, and, and hits the bottom line. People that are investing in the NBA are going to look at it, whoa, whoa, what's with the gun? What's yeah. with your, your athletes brandishing guns? I, can, I like, can guarantee you this. Every sponsorship, everybody wants to be associated with the NBA, mm. it will still be there because there was guns that happened before John Morant, and there may be another case after John Morant. That's not going to change because you're dealing with young 20 years, 19, 20, 21, 23. These are young kids you give them in law school because there's always going to be issues. I, I and agree. I don't think the answer is, oh, you know what? Damn it, we're going we gonna to hammer nail on this dude. No, that's 
not the answer. I'm saying because you're always going to have this type of mentality when you're giving these young kids that money. No, cl- clear. I'm not saying just punish him. That's what it sound like. Sound like you just like, hey man, hey, no, throw no, away no. the key, lock them up. No, that's why I said the conditions. What conditions does he have to meet in order to come back? Okay. Look, if he could meet those in ten games, fifteen games, I'd be with you. But. He had an eight-game suspension. He went to Florida. He got counseling. He did the, he he did might, the he interview. He said, I'm a changed man. Let me ask and you we this. didn't see any change. Let me ask you this, Asha. What's a better storyline, right? If he, he goes to all these issues, right, they get him some, some mentorship, help him out. And then he, he potentially can make an all-NBA if they, you know, if it's, if it's a 15-game suspension. And, and a better narrative. I went through a lot. I'm better now. I was immature. Now I'm more mature. Like, that's a better storyline for the NBA. It is. It is, but, but also, Shady, one, as a parent, as a former pro athlete, as an elite athlete, I feel like you know even better than I that there's a great responsibility that comes with the position that John Morant is in. That's true. And because yeah. John Morant is, if nothing else, the face of the Memphis Grizzlies, there's a responsibility that comes with that. You know better than anybody. John Morant at 22 years old don't need a grown babysitter. So now he don't have somebody chaperoning him everywhere he goes. He don't need a babysitter. Like, how disrespectful is that that John Moran going to have a, a, somebody walking with him everywhere he goes or shadowing him everywhere he goes? Hey, make sure you send me a good night text, y'all. Make sure you text me when you're I'm in your not, house. I'm not, like, I'm not saying but that. But that's what it got to be. I'm not saying that. That's what it has to be otherwise. It's like a, a, a big brother role that can relate, right? A lot of us on TV, other people, we can't really relate to John Moran. As much as I've done in my career, I can't relate to John Moran. I didn't have $200 million at freaking 23 years old, mm-hmm. right? So going from a, a small player in college to a big star, why not get him a guy that's like a Zach Randolph? If Zach Randolph played for the Memphis Grizzlies like he was, back, like Zebo was, John Moran won't be doing that. I would bet that. It's fascinating. I mean, I, here's what I believe, Slick. I believe that eventually for John Morant, it has to come from within. Mm-hmm. I think any change that is actually going to be substantial change in your life, it has to be intrinsic. It can't be based on any sort of extrinsic motivating. No, no, no influence. Or, or you, don't influence you don't think influences matter? Influences matter. Yeah, but okay. eventually, if you're going to really make that switch, you have to be the yeah. one to make the switch. You can't switch because of money. You can't switch because of fame. You can't switch because of mom and daddy. You can't switch because of mentor. You can't switch because of Adam Silver. You can't switch because of head coach. John Morant is going to have to decide for himself once and for all, both as a leader in the uh, community and as a father, he got to make a change for himself. Coming up, we got to change topics. Going from the NBA to the NFL, things are heating up between two of the best teams in football. Chiefs won their ring yesterday, and Patrick Mahomes wasn't too focused on the ring to forget to throw some shade and clap back at the Bengals in between. Oh, we got a great topic for you coming up. Remember, you can check out every day on the Fox Sports uh, channel on Sirius XM. I got the rings out there, Slick. Do the rings. You were asked about the number one player in the NFL. With very little hesitation, you said, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Everybody knows that, yeah. That's easy. MVP. He said Pat. Who said Pat? Joe. Pat who? <laughs> That was superstar receiver Jamar Chase talking a little trash about Patrick Mahomes. Well, what you're seeing now is the reigning MVP's response. The Chiefs got their rings last night, and Mahomes used, you know, just a little fresh pick of him and killer Travis Kelsey to make a statement of his own, saying, quote, that's who, holding up the two rings. Shady, you have one of those rings in your safe as well. You won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. You like Mahomes clapping back? Nah. <laughs> I loved it. I was going to say. I love it because I, just knowing Pat, you know, personally, and, and like he don't really talk trash. Somebody say something about him, he'll take the high road. You know what I mean? I ain't worried about that. 
But if they see him to do that, post that, okay, Pat, I see you again, little petty. See you a little text later, you know what I mean? I like what you did. But, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think Chase was just joking, because obviously, like, come on, he know what it is. Pat been going with five. Five straight ass. Come on, championship on games. championship games, two Super Bowl appearances, or three. Three appearances. Went two of them, like, getting crazy busy. MVPs, you can't be talking about Patrick Mahomes saying who. Who? Yeah, all right. That's an insult. Well, you like the clap back? Oh, I love the clap back, and, and I love the fact that this is happening in our league. Like, let's, let's talk smack a little bit. I, I understand everyone wants, wants to be a gentleman, what have you, but this, this is what it is. This, this sells tickets. This is why I love boxing, right? How do they sell the fight? They talk smack yeah. six weeks just so they can sell tickets, and, and this is a competitive sport, and I love this. And low-key, like, I know you say he's, he's real chill and humble, takes the high roll, but I, I love watching when Mahomes is mic'd up. Yes. Because, yeah. man, he, yes. he wants that but, action. But, but see... The thing with him is like, 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 like he'll, he'll say something back. Yes. He won't start it. Nah. He won't start it, but he'll, yeah, but he'll but, say but, something But he back. won't go to the media with it. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So, like, for example, if you ever seen the, the, the one uh, we're playing against the Bears, and he was like, Oh, yeah. He was yeah. saying how I many. They, they, because they, somebody they, said something. No, no, no. no. Oh. They, they picked the quarterback, um, um, Trubisky. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. They picked so, him in front of him. That's right. Right? And he was counting up. He was counting up the, the, uh, the slots. Right. The, um, the right. picks. How many picks in front of him? No, Let I, me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this one. Because everybody has painted out the Bengals to be the Chiefs' biggest rival. If y'all remember, prior to the Bengals and the Chiefs facing off this past year, I believe it was the AFC Championship game, once again, many said that the Bengals had the Chiefs' number because the previous year, Bengals beat the Chiefs right. to go to the Burrow's Super Bowl. Three and one versus Burrow was 3-1 right. and one at the time versus Mahomes. Is this a rivalry? It's a conversation with 26 years of NFL experience between the three of us three Super Bowls. I have none for the record for those keeping track yes, at home. You're holding it down. Um, you good, bro. Is this a real rivalry, Will? Like, Hell, where you stand on this? Hell no, this is not a rivalry, man. But it's, if we're talking championships, yeah, it's a rivalry. If Kansas City did not have any Super Bowl wins, I would say yes, this is rivalry. Hmm. Um, or if they were within the same division, uh, which they're not, I would say yes. But right now, Kansas City, yeah, a little resistance. Joe Burrow is that dude. He's here in town trying to make some noise, bringing the Bengals along with him, competing. But at the end of the day, if we're not battling on who's winning the championship, no, it's not a rivalry at all whatsoever. Uh, Shady, do you think that the Bengals are out of pocket for as much trash talk as they do? Because Jamar Chase saying Pat, who, though it wasn't just, is still wildly disrespectful to maybe it, the greatest quarterback it, of the gen- it's, One of the biggest of the gen- It's wildly out of pocket because <laughs> yeah, they asked your quarterback, and he said, oh, without a doubt, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's the best player in the league. So for you to say this, like, hold up, the dudes you pumping, Joe Burrow knows that I'm the best. What are we talking about? It can't be a rivalry, and yes, they are super out of pocket. I mean, right now, the Chiefs are, are, are ahead of everybody. Every time we talk about a championship, the first team we're going to think about is Pastor Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. It's like, it's like when we were in basketball, and you guys did a basketball segment, like when they were trying to make the Warriors a Grizzly a rivalry. Like, no. Yeah. Like, it's not. Like, yes, Memphis is, is making some noise. They're playing hard. But if you're not competing for titles with the Golden State Warriors, it is not a rivalry at all whatsoever. Let's have a real ball conversation. There is nobody to dilute the conversation. Shady, you might get upset, Will. Dilute? I'm interested in where you're yeah. saying. Let's have a real ball conversation. It's a locker room conversation that oh. y'all will be privy <clears throat> to. Um, is it crazy yes. to make the statement that Joe Burrow's better than Pat if you wanted to say, well, Pat has Andy Reid, the most creative offensive mind maybe the game has ever seen. <laughs> Joe Burrow doesn't have Andy Reid. Joe Burrow has played 
in two healthy seasons, scratch that, three healthy seasons. Is it crazy if someone wanted to make the argument that Joe Burrow, if he was given Andy Reid, would be doing what Patrick Mahomes is doing? You play DB for 12 years, you've seen every quarterback, we're teammates with Aaron Rodgers. Is it crazy? Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Before I answer, who is the greatest receiver of all time? I would say Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Would you say, would you say Jerry Rice is in that conversation, though? Of course, of for course, sure, right? Of course, yeah, of course. So if someone were to say, well, Jerry Rice played with Joe Montana, mm. MVP. He played with Steve Young, MVP. Mm. And he also had Rich Gannon the year he won MVP. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now, does that take away from his greatness? His greatness? Mm. No. Or perhaps the fact that Jerry Rice was out there cooking and getting open where it was a perfect marriage. Does it help? Ooh, Shady, I got you. So I will say. That was a good one. I will, I will say for, for Mahomes, yeah, sure, it does help whatsoever. But. I, I just truly believe, like, Patrick Mahomes, like, is, is that dude. He's that nice. That's why last year when they moved on for Tyreek, I'm like, it's all good because they're just going to sign punt returners mm-hmm. and just get them the ball. They just brought Richie James, another punt returner, over. Kadarius Tony, another punt returner. Sky Moore, another punt returner. All these dudes just make plays. Chady, it doesn't take away from greatness, but it helps quantify it. Before you joined this show, I used to watch your tapes. I wanted to see what Shady do well, where could he improve, all the things. One of the most intriguing conversations you said, stop me if you don't want me to go there, you were talking about the Colts. And you said in the Colts' heyday, when Edron James was out there, who's a Hall of Famer, and Edron James got busy, Shady made a phenomenal point. He said, well, remember, Edron James had Peyton Manning. He had Reggie Wayne. He had Marvin Harrison. All coast teams. He had Dallas Clark. Uh, he may have had Jeff Saturday. He's like there. all Jeff of those great Colts players, Edron James was a beneficiary of. It's not to take away from Edron James' greatness, right. but it's to quantify it. It's to add context right. to it. Okay. Can't you add context to the greatness of Patrick Mahomes? By no means does it take away from it, but can you add the context to it? He was there with Tyreek Hill. Tyree Kill for several years. With Travis Kelsey, will end up being the greatest receiving tight end of all time. Tyree Kill, a complete phenom. Andy Reid, one of the greatest offensive minds. Can you add context to it? I I get what you're saying. I I get it. I just think that it's so different between Patrick Mahomes because he's such a great talent. Right. Right. And and I do think that the team he plays on, they do a phenomenal job of drafting players and and having a a real functional um, um, franchise. So I get what you're saying. But even to Joe Burrow, like, Joe Burrow has a better offensive supporting cast than, than Patrick position, Holmes. for sure. Right? Yep. I mean, so uh, as much as you want to go to that route right. with – because Andy Reid is a great – I mean – He didn't win until they got Mahomes. Well, no, no, no. He yeah. a championship because he's, he's, all, he's always – he's been yeah, a winner. That's what I'm saying, right. championship. And I think that this is a, it's a perfect match. I mean, I, I, I know you love Andy. No, I'm just saying, no, no. I mean, like, there's a point in time where – like that. Alex Smith, we're, talking, we're talking championships here. Yeah, yeah. so championships, I think it's a perfect matchup. Great coach, great quarterback, boom. Boom. Everybody you talk about, great coach. Perfect marriage, court, yeah, no uh, doubt. Quarterback, boom, wins. I see him, Andy Reid is special because he can win with anybody, mm-hmm. right? When they got rid of Tyreek Hill, I'm like, yo, I played over there. They'll still be good, but I don't know if they're going to be champion champions. Right. And I think having a- Andy Reid, a-, a great coach, and then having Patrick Mahomes still win with Juju Schuster as the number one receiver, mm-hmm. that's hard to do. Well, as somebody who played the game for a long time on the defensive end, can you and do you separate the two? Can you say, you know what, Burrow doesn't have the championships that Mahomes has, but Burrow as a quarterback, and not that you are saying it, but I've heard yeah. some people say it, can you separate the two and say, yeah, I could hear somebody saying Burrow's better than Mahomes. I could, I could, I could entertain that. Would you entertain it or no? I would say that he's, he's coming from Mahomes, but I wouldn't say he's better because right now, again, Mahomes just won another MVP, another Super Bowl. Like he's, He keeps separating himself. But the one thing that I do appreciate with Joe Burrow is that he has 
he has that ability as a quarterback to elevate everybody around him. Yeah. And, that's, but the, and that's really hard in terms of a quarterback. So, I mean, he's, he's making the Bengals competitive. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's hard. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Can we stop? Look, listen, that's great. I think Joe Burrow is a hell of a player. He's going to be even better. Right. We got to stop putting Patrick Mahomes, number 15 for the Chiefs, in that category. In what category? I mean, because, like, how, you said he's coming for him. What is he coming for? He ain't been an MVP. He ain't got a championship. What's he coming for? But he's, 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 play, let's he's say, making it competitive. Let's, let's, let's listen, say this. I said that let's he's say, coming for him, and I said Pat Mahomes keeps separating himself. Let's say he's playing well. He, Joe Burrow is playing very well right yes. now. Let's leave it at that. Right. That's it. Because he, he got, I mean, it's like so much room from him and Patrick Mahomes. We love it because Joe is nice. He has nice wide receivers. They, they get busy. But they don't on Patrick Mahomes level. Pat and them, they win games, and they win championships. Yeah, I mean, but I get it. Somebody got to be second best. I get that. But let's just be respectful when we talk about But what, but what did I say Joe. that was disrespectful? I didn't like when you say, oh, he... Is he, is, he not, mean, is he not coming for him? No, he's not. How is he not? He's 3-1 versus him. Man, championships, head head, yes. MVPs is what I like to talk about. And that's why... Until you get one of those, you can't be coming for him. That's why I said it's not a oh, rivalry. I, 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 I said it's not a rivalry for team-wise because we're talking championships. But in terms of, like, there's always someone coming for you. There's always nah. some kind of nemesis. And nah. I, well, and I there's, said, 30, there's 32 starting quarterbacks. And if you're you saying said, that, cool. But. And I said, well, Mahomes is doing well. He keeps separating himself by winning. It's, so it's, the gap isn't as yeah. close people think, but okay, he well, is the next best thing coming for him. Well, you, you say... Is he not? He's coming for... No. I don't look past that. I look at what's right now. You, look, you look past a lot of things. The present is, the present is, <laughs> one dude, you're not here. One dude is when the MVP. I said nothing super, disrespectful. Don't say he's coming for. Just don't, the, our lingo is different. I don't like when people say that about me. You come, who you coming for? Coming for. I feel you. That's like threatening. Don't threaten. It's a threat? Yeah. <laughs> There's no threat. It's levels. <laughs> it's levels. I need somebody to defend me as hard as she Hey, Big Red, I got you, Big Red. (laughs) All right, when we return, we have to return to the most important conversation in the sports world today. John Moran, superstar player, has finally been handed down his suspension. But can he still be the face of the NBA? That will be a major vacant void that has to be filled. That conversation next on Speed. Talking about he coming for him. Baseball is back, and so is Slippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Not miss it. Okay, the story of the day. John Moran has finally been levied his suspension. 25 games for conduct detrimental to the league. Moran will miss out on nearly $8 million. Yes, you heard that right. $8 million because it's an unpaid absence. He's also not eligible for any postseason awards. What most people have not told y'all, the NBA this coming season, slick, correct me if I'm wrong, you have to play a minimum of 65 games in order to accrue postseason awards, Defensive Player of the Year, MVP, All-NBA teams, etc. By being suspended 25 games, the maximum number of games John Morant can play will be 57. Yep. Thus, not only is he missing $8 million and 25 games, he's also missing the postseason accolades. So mm. this begs the really most important question of the day because it's a futuristic question. Mm. LeBron's getting older. Steph, getting older. Durant, getting older. The NBA will quickly be out of a face of the league. We will look up, blink, and we will be out of a face of a league. Many people believe it could be Ja Morant, but Slick, can Ja still be the face of the league? I believe that he can, but this change has to happen now. Like, it's all on the table now. I would expect that if there's another incident, he does get a full year. That's what people in the league are telling me, that that this is the last best chance. But... We all love a redemption story. 
And this would certainly be that. And let's face it, prior to all this coming out, we were talking about him as being the potential next face of the league and being already the most electric player. He is must-see TV when he plays. Second team All-NBA last year, Rookie of the Year, most improved. This is all in four seasons that he's accomplished all this. And I think he straddles that line. I, I, I would compare him to Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. He's, got street, he's got street cred, whether you think that's legit street cred or otherwise. He kind of carries that. <laughs> uh, he carries that. And yet he also has the game and has the team where he's capable of going somewhere. You have to be part of the postseason to be able to do that, and he's already demonstrated that he can. It's a parade in my city, yeah. <laughs> can Javi the face 2-5? I always want to do that. Um, <laughs> I waited until now. I'm going to say yes. I, I think that's what, that's what America is all about. It's about getting knocked down and how you get up. It's about facing adversity and how you come out of that. I think this situation where Ja at 23, he's so young, he can learn from this. He has, the, and you talked about it, he has the talent where you turn him on, oh my God, you can't turn him off. Mm. He's electric. Uh, Allen Iverson, we love Allen Iverson from, I think some of that is the, the culture and, yep. and the street cred, but also mm-hmm. it's when he laced them, the, 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 uh, the Reeboks up, he was mm-hmm. killing out and, and yep. balling out and giving out crazy work. So I look at John, the same thing where the, the young kids, they want to be like him because the way he plays, the attitude he has on the court, I think if he could clean up some of the stuff off the court, you know, and he'll be that story, that comeback story. Well, he went through so much things, and then he found himself more mature and is a better player in person and better role model. Here's what's fascinating, though. When you think about face of the league, it's a proverbial speech, 2-5. It's not like Adam Silver says, you, sir, have now become yes. the face yes. of the league. Right. Yep. Face of the league is because parents are like, hey, let's go watch this guy. Let's support this guy. Let's buy their sneakers. Let's buy her sneakers. Let's do these different things. Yep. Shady, you got kids. You just said, I believe, an 11-year-old. Slick, I know you got kids. Mm -hmm. As you think about your own, is John Morant somebody that you would, in your household, subscribe to supporting? Because that's really what makes somebody the face of the league, y'all. It's not Adam Silver crowning anybody and knighting them. It really comes down to people at the desk, you at home, supporting somebody to becoming the face. Not the current John Morant. But if he comes out of this and he's a changed man and he realizes what he is being given, then yes, because I think, again, it would be a great example for my kids of, you know what? You can mess up, but if you pay attention to it and you turn it around and you take the right action, then that is something to follow. And I would say it's not just parents suggesting, hey, this is a guy you should follow. Sometimes it's you got to be a little bit. Yeah, to, to attract the kids' attention, to, you, have to, you have to push the envelope a little mm-hmm. bit, right? It's almost kids are going to also gravitate toward someone who their parents may not think is yeah. the shiniest example that's, that has a little bit of edge to him. And John Moran has certainly demonstrated that, right? It's just a matter of show me your edge as a competitor. Show me your edge on the floor, I don't need to see your edge in the streets. I don't need to see your, your edge in the car with your homies because that's not what this is all about. And again, look, if he doesn't want to be the face of the league, if he doesn't want to go that, that's his choice. I just see an opportunity for a guy who could potentially be a great example of how to be all things, to be the underdog that comes all the way up. 
uh, that for him to pass that up would be a missed opportunity. Shady, do you perceive John Morant to turn around? You've been one of his biggest supporters. Obviously, yeah, you chastise as necessary, but you've also supported him as well. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that he will turn it around? And how much grace do you extend? Like, if he does have another incident, are you finally like, okay, you know what, Ja? That sheet getting a little too long now. We're like, where are you at with all of it? I, I think that he will turn it around, right? I, I think that he's seen, um, you know, the effect as what it, what it has done to him and his family, right? They're taking money away from him. They're making me look like I'm the, I'm the, I'm, I'm the real issue in the league, right? And regardless of what we think about, because I think some of the stuff he's been doing as far as, like, 22, 23-year-old kids, their favorite songs on, they're in a car with each other. Now, you shouldn't have guns out. I get that. But a lot of things, the way we dress... Right, the music we listen, is from the music we listen to, what they're wearing, what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of that in, in his development, mm -hmm. right? NBA Young Boys, his favorite artist, and the stuff that he raps about, they're in the car dancing to it. I see that he could change that, right? And, and maybe not show everything on social media. If you want to hang out with your friends in your house and you want to dance and sing different songs, do that, right? But I think it's a, a part of growing. And, and I think that going forward, I don't even want to wish that on him if what happens if he does it wrong. I don't want to even go to that extent. I want to say this, though. I think the best thing for John Moran is no more talking. It's time to show, yes. right? I, don't, I can't believe nothing he says no more. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. thing is I, want, I, I believe ah. his, but I can believe his actions. And I think that he will do the right, right things going forward. And that's the heart of it. To me, that's the heart of it. If you want to be the face of the league, is that I have to believe you. Like, you have to have credibility. When you say something's going to happen or you're going to do something, that you're actually going to do it. And that's what he has at risk here. Yeah, you gotta do that. Because he's already come out and said, I'm a chain, like I learned my lesson. And then we found out you didn't learn your lesson. So, Are you right? yeah. like, you, this time he has to get it. But I, Shady, there's one thing I have to ask you because- I got answers, I, I got answers. I get making mistakes as a young man mm -hmm. and making them in a variety of ways. The, the struggle that I have with this second time is it was gun specific. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be brandishing a gun on social media. That's what, he had all these other incidents. Right. That was the one that, that turned the corner. And then, okay. like, if he had gotten in trouble in some other way, I would have been more understanding than, wait a minute, you're brandishing another gun on but social media? I, I, what did you not get about Adam yeah, Silver? I, listen, oh, we can't have that. I totally agree with you. It was wrong. But I got to look at it on, on both sides. The kid was in his car with a registered gun, you know, dancing in, in, to songs, right, that they, play, they show guns. NBA Youngboy, they show guns on his, on his songs, et cetera. It was like he did a rap video in his car. Now, I guess it's bad for the NBA. It's a bad look. I get it. Right? You don't want, you don't promote guns. But on the other side, it's like, okay, he's wrong, but like, how much? He's having fun with his boys in, a, in his own car. Man, when you get that's called why, in... That's why I said that there's ways to correct it other than taking games away. Fair. That's all I was saying. Well, having a conversation about the future face of the NBA, next is a conversation about the faces of the NFL. Mm. The AFC quarterbacks, it is loaded. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen. But which of these incredible quarterbacks faces the most pressure this coming season? You do not want to miss this phenomenal conversation. Let's talk about it next on Speed. It's welcome. 
Welcome back to Speak. Most exciting aspect of the NFL this season, the AFC quarterbacks. It is absolutely loaded. We're talking Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. The list goes on and on and on. Now, keep in mind, Rodgers got traded to the Jets this offseason. Russell Wilson acquired a new head coach. Let's talk ball with the former ball players. Shady, 12 years in the league. Will, 12 years in the league. It's a lot of NFL experience at this desk. So, Will, let's get right to it. Which AFC quarterback is under the most pressure this season? My answer is Aaron Rodgers. First of all, I just saw my man pulling a sled. Oh, it got there no real. It. There was no weight on the sled. <laughs> like 10 pounds on Literally it? Literally 10 pounds. He was pulling a sled. There was, there was no weight it on the sled. It doesn't matter. He, he's not even there for offseason Green Bay. He's pulling a sled in Jersey. Let's go. It's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and I say this because he's going to a desperate organization. Hmm. Uh, they have not been to the playoffs in 20 years. Um, they had losing season the past seven years. Uh, they, so many things are going on in that organization that are desperate. So for them to go all in to get Aaron Rodgers, it is a lot of pressure for him. And then him wanting to get out of Green Bay ever since Brian Gutekunst took over. Um, now he got his college number. He got his coordinator and Daniel Hackett. He got Alan Lazar. He got Randall Cobb. So on both sides, everything is designed for him to go there and win right now for this team. There is no, you know, hopefully down the road, we're still trying to build. It is right, right, no way, right now. No yeah. on that it doesn't matter, man. What was the last time you pulled a sled? That's a good point. Shady be pulling sleds. No. <laughs> Shady be working out. I mean, I ain't pulling a sled. So, it's Aaron, <laughs> so yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers, man. It's, you know, that's my dog. But yeah, a lot, a lot of pressure. He got to go there. He has to produce and win right now. But well, here's my thing. If Aaron Rodgers struggles this season, if the Jets go seven and 10, they're used to going 7-10. and 10. They're not going to freak out. If Rodgers struggles this season, what are we going to say? Yo, he's 39 years old. And I think 39 in December. Of course he was going to struggle. Rodgers has built in excuses. 10, they're not going 7-10. But and if 10. they did. They're not. What are they going then? 10-7. <laughs> Shady, which quarterback in your mind, AFC, most pressure this season? I'm going Russ. Russell Wilson, it's, it's all the pressure is on him. They gave this man $240 million. That's what they gave him. When he, went, when, he, when he got traded to Denver, we all talked about, yo, dog, they might get back to the Super Bowl. This might be another contender. Mm-hmm. And then he went 4-11. and 11. He looked terrible last year. And I don't think Russ can be that bad. So what did they do? Okay, let's fire the head coach. Yep. Let's go out there and get a, a Hall of Fame head coach in Sean yep. Payton. As only about three guys I look at, like, having a mastermind on offense is Andy Reid at number one, mm-hmm. and the other two guys, I got to say, Sean McVay, I think he's a yep. super mastermind. And I got even him, and even Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to go with um, Sean, Payton. Sean Payton. So they gave you a top three type offensive mind. I want to see what you do. You had a top ten defense last year. Russ, everybody's saying you washed. We got to see it. I don't think you washed. Oh, no, no. I don't know if you're washed. Yeah. I don't know if he's watched. Yeah. I don't think so, but I don't know. So this year is the year that we find out if you $240 million worth it or you washed. And Russ will be 35 in November. So it's not like Russ is young. My answer, Will, is this. Josh Allen. Josh Allen to me is under the most pressure because Josh Allen is teetering on the borderline of great to elite. He finished second in the MVP race to Aaron Rodgers two years ago. I believe he finished third in the MVP race Mm. last year behind uh, Lamar, uh, behind Jalen Hurts and behind Patrick Mahomes. So Josh Allen is a fringe NFL MVP. He is top three most valuable players in the entirety of the National Football League. 
and he's been to a conference championship game, I believe, one time, mm. I think. Like, Josh Allen don't even be getting out the divisional round, y'all. So how can we hail this man as maybe the best quarterback or one of the best players, not even quarterbacks, one of the best players in all of football, and you're not even one of the best quarterbacks in your conference. That why, to me, it's Josh Allen. Like, Will, when I think about Rodgers, he's a made man. Russell Wilson, he ain't necessarily a made man. Is he a Hall of Famer or is he not? Josh Allen, definitely not a made man. Is he elite or is he not? That's why I err on the side of Josh. What do you have to say about Josh Allen? Well, Josh Allen, I mean, right now, the team is built to win every year so far. Mm -hmm. So I don't see it in terms of a lot of pressure solely on him. Like to go out there. So what? Pressure to win either a postseason award or a Super Bowl? Yes. Or to at least get to a Super Bowl? To get to a Super Bowl, I would think. Yeah. So I think overall, like, I do respect the consistency. Like every year, right. he, his name is in the conversation. So it's hard for me to say, like, a lot of pressure is on him. I think, if anything, you look at Buffalo, pressure's probably on Sean McDermott, the head mm -hmm. coach, versus Josh Allen. Shady, let me ask you this, because you were a all-pro two times. Hard to do. Mm. Josh Allen came into the league, if I'm not mistaken, in maybe 2017. Since he came into the league, Mahomes came into the league after him. Mm -hmm. He's won two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. Josh Allen, 2018, excuse me. Mahomes comes into the leagues around same time as Josh Allen. Two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. Burrow comes into the league after Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Burrow goes to Super Bowls. They are achieving more than Josh Allen on Josh Allen's watch. You know the running backs that were drafted with you. I won't ask them you to name them. I've seen you do it before. You can't let somebody come in after you and be better than you. Yeah, I mean, you got a point. I, I think that it's urgency with Josh Allen to, to, to get it going. I think he's a phenomenal player, good friend, but you're right as far as he got to do it. We, got, we, got, we need to see you in a Super Bowl. We need to see you actually win some of these games that, that they've been losing. So you got a point because Joe Burrow is after you, mm -hmm. right? And, and Joe is, in your words, he's coming, right? Right. <laughs> so you got a point. I just... I, my only pushback is I think Josh has been consistent of, of winning. Yeah, right? very true. They've been, he's been consistent of, of, of putting some, some production out there right now. Right. They always have a chance. It can be better he's moments, there. Yeah. but he's, they're contenders. They are right. contenders. I would, say, I would say a big – one of the things that affected him, I would say, is the, the departure of Brian Dabo when he left mm -hmm. because he, he, was, was, he was coaching. Yeah. He was coaching for a head coach position. Yeah. And, and him leaving, I definitely think, kind of set them back a little bit in terms of – their, I guess, scheme and production. Because overall, right, just him as a quarterback, as an athlete, he's going to get you some games yeah. just based on his ability alone. And so I think that was a huge uh, loss for them to, to figure out. If, he, if Josh, I will say this about Josh, because Ken Dorsey's a hell of an office coordinator also. He was, mm -hmm. he was a quarterback coach when Brian Dayball was there. Exactly. If yep. Josh could cut back on all the, the wild plays, yeah. right, the, yeah. the, 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 the um, bonehead errors. Yeah, bonehead errors. If he could just cut back on that, I think we could see him in them type of games. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the only thing that's, that's holding him back right. yeah. from, from, from Joe Burrows and I think in the past. You're, you're right. Josh Allen, double-digit interceptions each of the last three years. Yeah. He has the firepower. He just got to cut back on the turnovers. Well, before we have the break. He came into this world as the son of a coach, but in these playoffs, he became the Lakers' daddy. Don't you love it, This is a beautiful day, but we're not done yet. We're some greedy bastards, baby. We run the back, back. I'm on him right now, and I'm out. I ain't never keep a score. Know you love it, know you love it, know you love it, though. 
Hit Mike Blown up on the low, cause Mike Blown about to blow. Before the ice was in his grill, Mike Blown. Come on, Slick. He's doing too Yo, much, man. That looked yeah, like, look like a limp biscuit gotta, video right there. Man, you got to come back and still be a head coach. Is there no decorum for an NBA head coach? Where you go, man? You're putting your J.R. Smith man. Yo, 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 yo. Who, are, who, are, are, you? Yeah, who are you? To, to dictate how he should celebrate. Come on, Slick. You know, man. Oh, if you want to take on, shots all night and, 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 and tell him, this man, this man never happened again. You want to hang with your boys in Vegas, do that. You're doing this in front of the entire city. That's right. It's safe. It's safer. That's right. No. Well, he'll hide out. You wouldn't hide out. I like the way he coached and I love the way he Maybe as a coach. Uh, my favorite coach, right? Uh, I'm a different uh, fan.